the end zone, has a man open, touchdown, Justin Blackman. On folks, glad everyone is with me here on a miserable Oklahoma Thursday. Uh, went out this morning to take the dog to the vet, and it was spitting rain, north wind, nasty, cold. Uh, roads might get a little slick overnight. Everyone, be safe, be careful on the roads. Glad you're with me here on Locked On Pokes, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Find me on Twitter at Colby J. Powell at Locked On Pokes. At Colby J. Powell at Locked On Pokes. Tweet me all your thoughts about Oklahoma State football, basketball season, right around the corner, uh, all that good stuff. We are uh, really heating up here as we're about to have the two major sports at Oklahoma State overlapping uh, as we get ready for basketball season with Mike Boynton, Lindy Waters, Thomas DeZagua, you and I, Cameron McGriff, the whole crew up there in Stillwater. Basketball season should be a ton of fun. And the beautiful thing about basketball season is you don't have to worry about whether it's cold because you're only out in the cold from the walk from your car to the front door of Gallagher-Iba Arena. And then once you're inside, you should be standing up, jumping up and down, making so much noise that you break a sweat before you leave GIA. So get ready for basketball season. It is right around the corner, I believe. Uh, eight, nine days away, something like that, before Oklahoma State gets started. We'll talk a little bit of Oklahoma State basketball later in the podcast uh, as the Pokes headed up to Kansas City for Big 12 kickoff yesterday and then had an open practice yesterday afternoon. So we'll talk projected start at five, starting five for the Cowboys and what we can expect from Mike Boynton's squad in the Big 12. Talking more Oklahoma State football today as well as Oklahoma State gets ready for Iowa State. Also, the women's soccer team has a big match tomorrow night. So we'll give you all the details on that so that you can get up there and support the women in a big bedlam matchup. All right, back around to football. We all know what Chuba Hubbard has been doing this entire season. And and yet, you know, I don't want to use the word overlooked because I don't think he is being overlooked. I think he's getting a lot of love. You know, I'm seeing this morning a story on CBS Sports from Dennis Dodd. Uh, says, college football's worst kept secret, Chuba Hubbard is turning heads from Edmonton to Stillwater. And, and he's right. And the odds of anyone catching Chuba Hubbard, not good. Chuba Hubbard, about 270 yards uh, I believe, ahead of the next leading rusher in the country. Chuba has been simply phenomenal. So I don't think he's been overlooked, but because of the the stipulations that come along with what it takes to win a Heisman Trophy, Chuba Hubbard has, for all intents and purposes, been eliminated from Heisman contention. I mean, if things get really weird, let's say just for the sake of a Chuba-Heisman argument, Oklahoma State wins out. They win their final five games, beating Oklahoma in the last game of the season, and Chuba Hubbard averages 200 yards a game. Maybe. That makes it a maybe. And it would still depend on what some of the biggest quarterback names in the country do. Joe Burrow, Justin Fields, Trevor Lawrence. Tua's probably out with the injury. Uh, you know, that's just how loaded the quarterback class is. But look, the, the Heisman, it's no secret – has pretty much turned into best quarterback on the best team in the country, which is tough for Chuba Hubbard, but he should get a serious look for the Doak Walker Award, the best uh, college running back in the nation, uh, and I don't see how he wouldn't win that. I mean, maybe it goes to Jonathan Taylor, J.K. Dobbins, 
the kid from Florida State whose name escapes me, but it should go to Chuba Hubbard, who has been phenomenal at Oklahoma State. And in this story that Dennis Dodd wrote uh, for CBS Sports, which came out yesterday, uh, you know, he talked about how – um, you, you know, Oklahoma State is not a good enough football team for him to be in contention for more awards, but he's leading the nation. Okay, here it is. By more than 300 yards, he's leading the nation. Uh, you know, talking about um, Barry Sanders, the, the comparisons in here. Also, something I learned in this story that I didn't know. So his first name, Chuba, means gift of God in Nigerian which is interesting. I didn't know that. I didn't know where Chuba came from. It means gift of God in Nigerian. So this is basically another story uh, where Chuba Hubbard was interviewed talking about how famous he is in Canada and what a sensation he's become at Oklahoma State. He was asked about Barry Sanders and Chuba Hubbard said, before I committed, I heard about Barry. I knew how special those other guys were. I wasn't too attached to the legacy. Why would he be? He's from 3,000 miles north of here. Um, He said, I knew how special... Those other guys were. I wasn't too attached to the legacy. It's amazing what they did. Barry was one of the best ever, and now Chuba's kind of following in those footsteps. Barry, what he did will never be matched again, but what Chuba is doing is is pretty incredible. And he also talks about, you know, he poses the question, has a Canadian ever led the NCAA in rushing? And the answer is no. Um, so Washington state had a running back named Reuben Mays in the early to mid eighties. And in 1984, he finished second nationally in 1984. Uh, and also, uh, Kansas single season rushing record is a Kansas native, but he did not lead the league. He did not lead the nation in rushing that year. A guy named Joe Cornish in 2005. Some of you might vaguely remember him. Uh, Kansas in 2005 rushed for 1,457 yards. Chuba's going to eclipse that probably in the next two weeks. Uh, maybe he goes berserk against Iowa State this week. Probably not. And uh, eclipses that this week. But uh, no, a Canadian has not ever led the country in rushing. Chuba Hubbard, barring injury, will lead the country in rushing. He uh, is still averaging about 180 yards per game, and he's been phenomenal all year. There's no reason that he will uh, expect any kind of slowdown. So some more love for Chuba Hubbard today on CBSSports.com from Dennis Dodd. Uh, Great story if you want to head over and read that. I'm going to take a break, come back on the other side. We're going to do some of that Oklahoma State basketball preview, talk a little bit of women's soccer. We'll also check in on Victor Hovland and Matthew Wolf and see how Japan treated them last night at the Zozo Championship. Uh, Also later in the show, we'll tell you all the Oklahoma State Cowboys playing in the NFL this week, including the return of a Cowboy great who's been out due to injury. All right, we're going to take a break, come back. Uh, Find me on Twitter at Colby J. Powell at LockedOnPokes. This is Locked On Pokes Podcast on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to Locked On Pokes. I am your host, Colby Powell. Glad you are with me today. Oklahoma State and Iowa State coming up this Saturday at 2.30. College basketball season right around the corner. Women's soccer season, softball in full swing. They remain uh, undefeated with an 11-1 win over Seminole State yesterday. Just phenomenal, phenomenal stuff uh, right now in Oklahoma State athletics. Let's take a look at uh, basketball as we get ready for a little season preview for the Cowboys. But first, let's talk a little recruiting, namely Cade Cunningham. Cade Cunningham expected 
to uh, commit sometime in the near future. He is the top target for Oklahoma State. If if you've been following this at all, Cade Cunningham is one of the best recruits in the country. He is uh, a five-star recruit. He's phenomenal. The leader, you would say, right now in the recruiting process for Cade Cunningham is Kentucky. We all know what Kentucky is as a college basketball program. They have the distinct advantage of being able to bring in the best recruits in the country and say, oh, so you want to make $100 million in the NBA? Cool. Well, here's the guys who've done that at Kentucky in the last decade. And they have to use multiple sheets of paper with 10-point font to get all the names on the list. So you are absolutely swimming upstream when you are trying to woo a recruit. And Kentucky is the, the school you're trying to woo him away from. Now, he's taken a lot of visits, North Carolina, Florida, Washington, Oklahoma State, Kentucky, obviously. Now, he uh, posted some stuff on Instagram, and it doesn't look like he's ready to make his decision yet. Oklahoma State certainly still in the running, although Kentucky is the favorite. But this is something to keep an eye on, because when he does commit, uh, it'll send shockwaves through college basketball if it's not Kentucky. If it is Kentucky, it's going to be like, oh, okay, you know, Another day in the life, Kentucky gets another five-star recruit. But, I mean, if he goes to, to Florida, if he goes to uh, North Carolina to a lesser extent because they get more of these guys, but certainly Washington or Oklahoma State, either of those places would, would really make waves in college basketball. So keep your eye out for Cade Cunningham as he prepares to make his decision and his commitment. Uh, Mike Boynton went up to Kansas City yesterday, uh, and he had some pretty good quotes. He said, the first ever back-to-back national championship basketball program is Oklahoma State University. I'm not lost on that. We can achieve at that level again, but we can't take shortcuts in doing it. We have to continue to keep the standards high, keep people accountable when necessary, and keep bringing guys in who understand what it takes to get us back there. Look, if you're not bought in on Mike Boynton, it's past time to be bought in on Mike Boynton. He embodies Oklahoma State. You know, for a guy who's from Brooklyn, he absolutely embodies Oklahoma State. And, you know, just last week at Homecoming and Hoops, the ovation that he got when he came out, calm, cool, collected. Uh, and, and it seems like his players have bought in, love playing for him, and – uh you know, Mike Boynton's been phenomenal at Oklahoma State. I, I hope he's with the Cowboys for a long time. Uh, three seniors this year for the Oklahoma State Cowboy basketball squad, Thomas DeZagua, Cameron McGriff, and Lindy Waters. And obviously they've been through a lot. Everybody, those are kind of some of the more household names for Oklahoma State basketball. Lindy Waters, obviously an in-state kid. They're from Norman North, played with Trey Young in high school. Don't know if you've ever heard that. Uh, fun fact, I called high school basketball games that Trey Young and Lindy Waters played together, and they were phenomenal, an absolute blast to watch. Uh, and Lindy Waters has been great at Oklahoma State. Uh, Mike Boynton had great praise for them, talking about how they never stopped believing in each other or in the program because you've got to give credit to those seniors. They've been part of a rebuild, and n- no recruit – go somewhere to be part of a rebuild. You, you go somewhere to, you know, flip the script, turn around, and you, you want that immediate success. And these guys have had to put their heads down and rebuild the program. And now the program is on its way back up, and they've got one final year to make it all worth it. You know, if this isn't a good year for Oklahoma State basketball, then DeZogwin, McGriff, and Lindy Waters, they don't get 
another chance. And they've put so much into this program that now they've got one last year to make it all worth it. So hopefully it is because you would hate for them to be there for the entire rebuild and then have the program come up just after they leave and they don't get to share in that success. So hopefully this is a tournament team for Oklahoma State. Uh, also of note, the Boone Twins in uh, in Stillwater. It, it was thought that they were going to possibly redshirt, but Mike Boynton was asked about that yesterday, uh, and he said that was the thought at one point, but they've been really impressive in practice. Barring some injury, I don't see that happening right now. Interesting, interesting. Uh, they both look, by the way, not like freshmen. Salmon homecoming and hoops, they do not look like freshmen. Uh, they look physically like they're ready to play in the Big 12 Conference. So that's a welcome surprise to see that uh, he's saying that those guys will likely not be redshirted. That'll add some more depth for Oklahoma State. And hopefully they're all they're cracked up to be. Uh, Oklahoma State football fans might have a little freshman PTSD, might be struggling trusting freshmen right now, considering a redshirt freshman uh, for the football team who will remain nameless, has turned the ball over a ton at the quarterback position. Um but, yeah, it's good to have that depth. Neither of those guys likely to be in the starting five. So, you know, just adding depth for Oklahoma State squad. They had a public uh, practice yesterday, but just open to the public uh, where, you know, some good stuff happened. Looking forward to seeing your and I's development this season. Uh, he's on a couple of watch lists preseason. And, you know, he, he's so big. And I think that when you transition from high school and from being a kid – and turning into a grown man at the college level, I think at that size, there's a certain amount of learning that has to take place with your body. You, you know, you see these these huge, huge athletes come in and they just look awkward and clunky and clumsy, like they're falling all over the place. And, you know, as they bulk up and as they fill into their bodies, you can see them look a lot more smooth. And hopefully we'll see that with your Anai. Starting five for Oklahoma State, likely to be Thomas Dezogwa, Lindy Waters, uh, Cam McGriff, Isaac Likely, and your Anai. Haven't even mentioned Isaac Likely, who obviously is a stud for Oklahoma State. And I noticed at homecoming in hoops, Isaac Likely looks bigger. He looks like he's put on 15 pounds of muscle in the offseason, so he should be uh, more physically prepared for the grind of the Big 12 schedule in the college basketball season. Some good non-conference games for Oklahoma State basketball this season as well, so make sure that you get out and support the Oklahoma State basketball team. Uh, as far as the Oklahoma State women's soccer team goes, I've been telling you for two weeks to get out and be there for Bedlam soccer tomorrow night. Now, I know what you're all thinking. Have you been outside? I have been outside it's not going to be pretty. Not going to lie to you. The weather, not going to be great. $5 to get in, general admission seating. You know, I, I've, I've seen that new stadium. It's phenomenal. If you want a, a pretty seat with a back on it and everything, 10 bucks, no big deal. Uh, you know, you can, you can get great seats to watch Oklahoma State and Oklahoma play. And I know that it's going to be cold and miserable, but if you have ever sat through a cold game at any sporting event. If you've ever been to a game when it's zero degrees, those are the most fun atmospheres you will ever be a part of because everyone's up, everyone's jumping around, everyone's yelling because they're trying to stay warm. And, you know, several very, very cold bedlams 
I've been to in my lifetime. Uh, my wife and I went to the AFC Championship game last year between the Patriots and the Chiefs when it was zero degrees or five degrees or whatever it was. And those are the absolute most fun atmospheres. Wear gloves, put hand warmers in them, wear a beanie, big coat, you know, wear your, your, your long johns, your thermals, whatever, stay warm and go support Oklahoma State soccer because they are still uh, number one in the Big 12. So go out and support them uh, tomorrow night in Neil Patterson Stadium in Stillwater for a little Bedlam soccer action. As promised, we'll head over to Japan to the Zozo Championship where Victor Hovland and Matt Wolf teed it up once again last night. Uh, neither of those guys are in the lead. That's my guy, Tiger Woods. Shout out, Tiger. little uh, opening round 64. Uh, but Matthew Wolf did play well. Matthew Wolf tied for 14th currently. He shot a one under 69 in the opening round. It was really a pretty boring round from Matthew Wolf. He birdied the first hole. He birdied the 18th hole. And in between, he had one bogey on 11. So it, it was a very boring round of golf from Matthew Wolf. There's nothing wrong with boring. Boring certainly beats what Victor Hovland put on the scorecard yesterday. And Victor Hovland, I really think that the streak, excuse me, I really think that the streak of Victor Hovland uh, having, what was it, 19 consecutive rounds in the 60s, I think that was weighing on him a little bit. And I think we're just seeing a little bit of a dip now from Victor Hovland, which is totally normal. It's unsustainable to go out and shoot in the 60s in every round. He's tied for 69th currently in this limited field of 78 players. He shot five over 75 yesterday, three bogeys, a double, just one birdie on the 18th, a par five uh, that most guys in the field birdied yesterday. So not uh, not ideal for Victor Hovland, but I'm sure that he'll turn it around. Too talented not to. No cut at this event. Once again, limited field. So Matthew Wolf, Victor Hovland both be playing on the weekend. And it's primetime golf. So uh, I don't know. Obviously, anytime Tiger leads a tournament, he gets the vast majority of the coverage. But uh, Matthew Wolf and Victor Hovland should get their time on Golf Channel as well. Uh, all right, I'm going to take a break, come back on the other side, talk a little more Oklahoma State football, big recruiting week as Oklahoma State this past weekend hosted the number one overall tight end for the 2021 class. Oklahoma State is awaiting the announcements uh, of a couple of players, a couple of running backs, including an in-state kid from the Tulsa area. So we'll dive into all that, get you ready for Oklahoma State and Iowa State coming up this weekend. Hit me up on Twitter at Colby J. Powell at Locked on Pokes. I'll be back after the break here on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to Locked On Post. Colby Powell wrapping things up here on a Thursday. Tomorrow we'll have score predictions for the Iowa State game uh, as well as, you know, just getting you ready. Some of the stats, again, we'll review some of that stuff, take a look at some of the biggest games across the country and in the Big 12 coming up this weekend. If you have a score prediction for Oklahoma State and Iowa State, make sure you get that tweeted to me. All score predictions will be read here on on the Locked On Pokes podcast. At Colby J. Powell, at Locked On Pokes on Twitter. All score predictions, all tweets will be read and addressed here on the podcast. All right, let's take a look at Oklahoma State football. And first, let's head to the NFL, where uh, some of the biggest names in Oklahoma State Cowboy football will be making their returns this weekend. Mason Rudolph and James Washington. Uh, and I actually say this weekend, they'll be making their returns next week, calendar-wise, on Monday night. 
as they host the Miami Dolphins. What a snoozer that game should be. If it's not a snoozer, something went very wrong because the Dolphins are terrible. But Mason Rudolph and James Washington will both return from injuries. They were both injured in that same game against the Baltimore Ravens. It was a shoulder injury for James Washington. And uh, I don't probably need to remind you of the vicious hit Earl Thomas laid on Mason Rudolph, uh, which left him unconscious on the field for just a few moments. Uh, Mason Rudolph was in Stillwater this past week. Looked good. He was on the Jumbotron trying to fire up the crowd on Saturday. Uh, Well, didn't work. Briefly fired up the crowd, uh, and then somehow three Baylor touchdowns in a span of what felt like 30 seconds uh, unfired up the crowd. So Mason Rudolph, James Washington will be back, but also uh, Russell Okun, Chargers offensive tackle Russell Okun, will make his season debut this week against the Bears. Russell Okung uh, has been out since June. He's been suffering from pulmonary embolism because of blood clots. So he missed all of training camp. Uh, He was on the non-football illness list until last week. He participated in a couple of practices last week, uh, and then he will be uh, a go this week for Chargers versus Bears. If you have the Sunday ticket, you can watch that game. It will not be on your normal stations. There really would be no reason for Chargers-Bears to be shown in uh, the Oklahoma City, the Stillwater area. So... Uh, Make sure that uh, you find a place to watch the Chargers. The Steelers, obviously, will be on national football on Monday night. Uh, Tonight, Thursday night, uh, Dan Bailey, obviously, suiting up for the Minnesota Vikings. That game, again, should be a snoozer. They've got Washington in town. Washington is not good. They're a complete disaster, Uh, terribly run organization. Uh, Everything about Washington is just one of the worst organizations in the NFL. Uh, They're actually going to struggle finding a head coach because nobody wants to uh, coach for the owner who every coach who goes through there says is an absolute nightmare to work for. Uh, Cardinals defensive back Kevin Peterson will play against the Saints on Sunday. Uh, Justice Hill, uh, Blake Jarwin are on buys this week. Blake Jarwin had a touchdown catch this past week for the Cowboys against the Eagles in an absolute rout of the Philadelphia Eagles. Remember, you can't spell Eagles without that L. So uh, good job, Cowboys, on that win the other night. Emmanuel Ogba, the sacks leader for the Chiefs. He's on Sunday night football this week, Green Bay at Kansas City. He was also in Stillwater for homecoming. He was on the Jumbotron at the game. Uh, So good stuff there. Marcel Aitman is still with the Raiders. Justin Phillips is with the Raiders. That will be a Sunday game. Uh, The Raiders at the Texans on Sunday. Uh, Russell Okung, I mentioned. And then for the Seattle Seahawks, Chris Carson and Trey Flowers, who are both pretty much every down players for uh, for Oklahoma – not Oklahoma State – They were nearly every down players for Oklahoma State. But uh, for the Seattle Seahawks, Chris Carson has been phenomenal. Trey Flowers has exceeded my expectations so far and away in the NFL. He's been great. Uh, And the Seahawks are a ton of fun to watch. They've got a local kid with Tyler Lockett as well. So that is a team that is an absolute blast to watch. So support those Oklahoma State Cowboys on Sunday and Monday night with Mason Rudolph and James Washington. Uh, recruiting for Oklahoma State football, the number one tight end in the country, uh, was was in town this past Saturday, Demetrius Crownover. Demetrius Crownover is from Grandview, Texas, and he's got all the offers. He's got Alabama, Auburn, Georgia, LSU, Michigan, Nebraska, Ohio State, Texas A&M, uh, and, and others that aren't listed there. Oklahoma State was one of the first schools to offer him, which is always a good thing. But for the crowd who says, look, you need to go after the bigger names in recruiting, 
they're doing it with this kid. He is uh, highly rated, four-star, number one tight end in the country. So Oklahoma State hoping to land him. And then Oklahoma State also getting ready uh, for a couple of big commitments this week. One of those, uh, Daniel Nyata from Folsom, California. He is uh, likely not an Oklahoma State commit. He's a four-star uh, you know, athlete running back, 97 overall rated by 247 Sports. And he's also, uh, you know, he gave out his top five. So Oklahoma State was in his top five uh, along with Clemson, Utah, Arizona State, and Texas A&M. Texas A&M was considered the favorite for a while. Now Arizona State is now the favorite. He's from California. Uh, who knows? Maybe all the, su- the success that Chuba Hubbard has had will make him reconsider and think that he uh, does have a place in Stillwater. According to some reports and uh, in an interview with Yata himself, uh, Oklahoma State, A&M, and Arizona State have been pushing the hardest. Uh, he said in that interview, everybody at Oklahoma State hits me up, all the recruits, all the commits. Uh, I met Shane Illingworth on my visit in Oklahoma State commit, and he's hitting me up all the time. I enjoyed my time there. It was a college town, and everybody loves it there. They have a good atmosphere there. Uh, so that's a big one for Oklahoma State. And then Oklahoma State's also hoping to be in the top five of Isaiah Jacobs. He's supposed to release his top five schools on Friday. If the last name Jacobs sounds familiar, he plays for Owasso, and he is the younger brother of Josh Jacobs, the former Alabama running back who now plays for the Oakland Raiders, who went to McLean Carter High School in Tulsa. This is his younger brother. Oklahoma State's one of 15 schools to have offered Jacobs. He has offers from Michigan, Ole Miss, Arkansas, Colorado, Maryland, Iowa State, Nebraska, Kansas, Kansas State, etc., uh, he may end up with Alabama in his top five, even though they haven't offered him yet. Obviously, that's where his older brother went. Uh, Josh Jacobs, he's a three-star recruit, 85 overall rated. That's what Josh Jacobs was. He wound up at Alabama late. Alabama already has a couple running backs in the class, so he could very realistically end up at Oklahoma State with what Chuba Hubbard is doing. So that's another thing to keep an eye on. Uh, All right, I think I'm going to call it a day. I'll be back tomorrow. Score predictions. Remember, send me yours at Colby J. Powell at Locked on Pokes. Do you think Oklahoma State has a chance to pull off the upset in Ames tomorrow? Let me know on Twitter at Colby J. Powell at Locked on Pokes. Uh, And before I get out of here, I need to tell everybody about my bookie. It is that time of year, and my bookie is the premier place to bet on all your favorite pro and college football action every weekend. So if you're going to bet this season, do the smart thing and bet with the best at my bookie. Visit mybookie.ag today. Use promo code LOCKED ON to activate the offer. All right, glad everyone was with me. I'm back tomorrow with one final preview of Oklahoma State and Iowa State here on Locked On Pokes, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.